Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 14, Chapter 169. The Blessed Virgin shows herself to Philip when he was on the point of death. In 1594, during May, Philip recovered from a continuous fever, which had troubled him for about 25 days. But almost at once, was afflicted with a serious kidney complaint. Pain was so sharp and prolonged that it gave him no respite. He suffered like that for 10 or 12 hours, and he was unable to pass water, so that not even, so that not only the doctors, but also his community were sure that he could not recover, and that he would certainly die within the next few hours. In this dangerous condition, he became so weak that we thought he was more dead than alive. But it suddenly came about by God's power that he was restored to his usual health in the presence of his physicians, Angelo Vittorio and Rodolfo Silvestri, who saw it happen, making the miracle even more certain. Apart from the doctors we have mentioned, they were present with the Holy Father Alessandro, Alamunati, Francesco Zazara, and the author of this biography. I will tell you the whole story as it happened. Philip was scarcely able to move at all, so drained of strength was he, and scarcely able to speak audibly. Until three hours before sunset, he began to shout in a loud voice, which everyone could hear. Anyone who wants something other than God is a fool. Anyone who loves something other than God is a total wreck. He said this once or twice, and then, as if had, he had suddenly recovered his lost energy, he began to sit quite upright, although no one was supporting him. And anyone around him, he said this once or twice, and then, as if he had suddenly recovered his lost strength, he began to sit quite upright, although no one was supporting him, and everyone around him was in tears together. He seemed to be embracing someone that no one else could see, and called out quite clearly, despite his frequent intermittent sobs, O virgin, how dear to me you are. You have come to see me to cure me of my pain. O virgin, how beautiful you are, how elegant, how noble. How can I be worthy of your visit? No, no, I am not fit for such a favor. There is nothing in me which could bring me to love you. There is nothing, no, no, I am not fit for such a favor. There is nothing in me which could bring you to love me. I am quite unfit to be able to see you. What have I done to deserve this, holy virgin, most renowned? 
that you should bring yourself to come and visit the least of your servants. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, child of Mary, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. How are we to understand Saint Philip's words? That there was nothing in him that could bring Mary to love him. Why would St. Philip say that he was quite unfit to be able to see the Blessed Virgin Mary? Well, think about St. Philip's condition. He had been sick for 25 days with a high fever. He now had a very serious kidney issue. And he was, according to doctors, on the point of death, very weak. Under that condition, a soul like St. Philip, which must have wanted to praise God and love God and adore God, must have been very humbled by his seeming inability to pray at times, his physical weakness, even his distractions, even his lack of desire to pray, given his physical condition. And that is a very humbling thing when we realize in our human weakness left to ourselves, how little we seem to want to be with God. And one of the things that happens, even in holy seasons like Christmas, the Christmas octave, these 12 days of Christmas, the Christmas season, is that people sometimes, when they most think they should want to pray, they most think they should be spending time with God, they seem to be unable to. They seem to be sick. They seem to be distracted. They seem to be enjoying the things of this world so much that God is some, seems far from their mind at very holy times. And why is this? Why does God allow this? Well, tonight's reading gives us a clue that we don't deserve any of this. The whole secret of the incarnation, of God sending his son, is that he loves us. When we were at enmity with God, he sent his son. When we had done nothing to merit the incarnation, nothing that we could claim deserved God's mercy, he showed mercy. Yes, Mary cooperated the actual incarnation, but God's desire to save us is not a response to our goodness or our being so holy. And God wants us, like St. Philip in tonight's reading, to accept this unconditional, unmerited love that he has for us. He wants us to receive and not to think that we deserve it or that we've earned his love 
or that we could earn his love. He loves us despite our not being deserving of it, meriting it. And any good that's in us is because he loves us. His love for us is not a response to our great goodness. Our goodness, however good it is, is a response to his love for us. And the deep truth of the incarnation, the deep truth of Christ, the God, the Son being born in our world, taking to himself a human nature, is that it's a pure gift, a gift of God's love. And that's why it's attributed so much to the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is the love that proceeds, that flows forth from the Father and the Son. God the Son received all that he is from God the Father, and he passed it on to the Holy Spirit. God the Son receives all that he is from the Father eternally, and then transmits it to the, the Holy Spirit, without change, without beginning, without end. And the Christmas mystery is the mystery of this great exchange, marvelous exchange. God the Son takes our human nature and exchanges his divine nature. He gives us the grace, the ability to be like himself, to receive everything from the Father as a gift, and then to give freely all that we have to another person. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. <laughs>